Good evening and welcome to the April 19th, 2021 Williamson County School Board meeting. This meeting is called to order. As it is necessary to protect public health, safety and welfare, Williamson County Schools is officially meeting electronically in light of the coronavirus and pursuant to executive orders number 16 and number 78 signed by Governor Bill Lee and waiver of Williamson County School Board Policy 1.400. Board members, will you please record your attendance via a voice vote? Ms. Glenn will lead the voice vote. I'm sorry, voice acknowledgement, excuse me. Thank you, Madam Chair. This is Lydia Glenn. Angela Durham. Angela Durham, present. Dan Cash. Dan Cash, present. Elliot Mitchell. Elliot Mitchell, present. Brad Fiscus. Brad Fiscus, present. Jenna Priya. Priya, present. Jay Galbraith. Sheila Cleveland. Sheila Cleveland, present. Candy Emerson. She is entering the meeting now. Thank you, Mr. McNeese. Rick Wimberly. Rick Wimberly, present. Eric Welch. Eric Welch, present. Casey Hall. Casey Hall, present. Nancy Garrett. Nancy Garrett, present. And Ms. Glenn, do you want to record Ms. Emerson's attendance as well? Yes, thank you. Uh, Candy Emerson. Ms. Emerson, I believe you're still on mute. Well, it says. <laughs> Press the space bar again, see if that works. Hello, everybody. You like that one better? Thanks. Thank you, Ms. Emerson. Madam Chair, you have 11 present, one absent. Thank you. Well, now, um, hear the Pledge of Allegiance, which will be led by Mr. Dan Cash, and then we'll observe a moment of silence. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, board members. Our next item on the agenda is items of particular public interest. This is also known as the public comment section of our meeting. We have two speakers tonight. Uh, speakers, you will have up to three minutes to speak. Um, Mr. Casey Haw, Casey, if you'll lift your hand, please, is, is our timekeeper, so he will let you know um, when your time is, um, has elapsed. Um, we have two speakers, as I said, the first is Channing Brown. Uh, Channing Brown, are you here? Yes. Okay. That's good. Um, would you raise your hand, please, Channing? Okay. Uh, Channing, um, you, you may now speak, uh, and just please go ahead and tell us, 
um, your thoughts. Okay, my name is Channing. I'm in seventh grade and I'm from Woodland. I am here to complain about the amount of homework we get. Every night I spend hours trying to complete my work. I do a very, very thorough job and complete all of my homework, but it takes hours to do it. Teachers say they only assign 30 minutes of homework, but I have seven classes and 30 minutes start to add up. Also, the assignments usually take way more than 30 minutes, nor do they account for the time it takes to study for the future. One example of this was when on January 27th, I had to study for a reading. For science, I had to read articles and then answer questions. For math, I had to study for a test. And for social studies, I had global histories and a history of life to do. Another example was on March 3rd, when I had to do extension questions for reading. For science, I had a graphic organizer, and I had to study for a test. For math, I had a worksheet. For social studies, I had vocab and a map to do. And I had to study for a test. And lastly, for Spanish, I had a worksheet and a seven-slide show project. I once had seven hours of schoolwork. That's literally another school day. I used to cry in the bathroom and in my bed because of all of the homework. It's just too much. Teachers would go to the board and assign homework, and the person sitting next to me would say homework makes them want to kill themselves. I've had friends tell me they wish they got ran over by a bus so they didn't have to go to school. Kids pretend to shoot themselves in the head because they have a test or a quiz coming up and they couldn't study for it due to other homework. Friends make suicide packs together because they feel overwhelmed by school. My best friend told me she can no longer feel any other emotion except their hate for school. My other best friend told me she's stuck inside doing work while she watches her sister and her parents play together. My friend at school has parents that are going through a divorce. I have friends that have depression and anxiety. Do they really need four more hours of school? I'm 14. My friends are 12 and 13. How can there be so much sadness and depression as a kid? We're only kids, yet some of them are already ready to end their lives. Let your wake-up call be this speech, not a death. I don't want to lose a friend. Anything you can do to help would be the best. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Brown. And our next speaker is Cornelia Gibson. Ms. Gibson? Hi, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you for uh, allowing me to have these comments. I uh, spoke with the school board um, a few some weeks ago about um, requesting or desiring a diversity, equity, and inclusion and belonging training, or at least a course or some action uh, to move towards that uh, activity in Williamson County Schools in response to uh, the multiple racism. Um, accusations or, or the multiple act activities or the challenges and the trauma that the children have been ex experiencing. Um, I just wanted to come back and say thank you to the school board for uh, hearing that, um, that request, hearing so many parents like myself that had raised their hand and raised their voices and requested that the school board not just speak, but actually take action I know that um, there is a lot of opposition currently for the activities that you guys have taken 
But I just wanted to encourage you and let you know that this parent and many other parents support this initiative. And I wanted to make sure that I came back and said thank you and to lend my support, my partnership and collaboration with the school board uh, to be able to move forward so we can start turning the pages and have uh, our vision and mission uh, for our children, children, the African-American children that look like myself, um, that they can have a positive and well experience in Williamson County Schools. So that's all I wanted to say. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Ms. Gibson. That concludes our public comment portion of the meeting. We're moving on now to the approval of the agenda. Do we have a motion to approve tonight's agenda? Motion to approve. Eric Welch. Mr. Welch makes the motion. Is there a second? Brad Fiscus second. Mr. Fiscus makes the second. Is there any discussion? I see no hands raised in the chat. If not, we can move to a vote, Ms. Glenn. Ms. Glenn, you're on mute. I apologize. Thank you, Madam Chair. Angela Durham. Angela Durham, yes. Dan Cash. Dan Cash, yes. Elliot Mitchell. Elliot Mitchell, yes. Brad Fiscus. Brad Fiscus, yes. Jenna Priya. Jenna Priya, yes. Sheila Cleveland. Sheila Cleveland, yes. Candy Emerson. Candy Emerson, yes. Rick Wimberly. Rick Wimberly, yes. Eric Welch. Eric Welch, yes. Casey Hall. Casey Hall, yes. Nancy Garrett. Nancy Garrett, yes. Your vote is 11 yes, zero no. Motion passes. Thank you. Our next item is the approval of the consent agenda items. Is there a motion to approve? Motion to approve. Eric Welch. Mr. Welch makes the motion to approve. Is there a second? Brad Fiscus, second. Mr. Fiscus seconds. Is there any discussion about the consent agenda items? If so, please raise your hand in the chat. I see no hands raised, so we can move to a vote, Ms. Glenn. Thank you, Madam Chair. This is Lydia Glenn. Angela Durham. Angela Durham, yes. Dan Cash. Dan Cash, yes. Elliot Mitchell. Elliot Mitchell, yes. Brad Fiscus. Brad Fiscus, yes. Jenna Priya. Jenna Priya, yes. Sheila Cleveland. Sheila Cleveland, yes. Candy Emerson. Candy Emerson, yes. Rick Wimberly. Rick Wimberly, yes. Eric Welch. Eric Welch, yes. Casey Hall. Casey Hall, yes. And Nancy Garrett. Nancy Garrett, yes. Your vote is 11 yes, zero no, motion passes. Thank you, Ms. Glenn. And by that approval of the consent agenda, the board has approved the following items. The approval of the March 22, 2021 school board meeting minutes, board policies for second reading as follows. Policy 4.600, report cards and grading systems. Policy 5.104, equal opportunity employment. Policy 5.200, separation practices for tenured teachers. Policy 5.201, 
separation practices for non-tenured teachers. And the following item, the approval of the Centennial High School football locker replacement. Our next item is communications to the board. And the first item in this group is the superintendent's report with Superintendent Jason Golden, Mr. Golden. Thank you, Madam Chair, and uh, thank you, board members. And I also wanna thank you for the Thursday work session that we had. And I wanna tell you, this is one of those rare times this year where there has been very little change from the Thursday report to the Sunday, well, to the, to the Monday report. I guess I'm leaving one day behind. Um, you, may, you may recall so many of our meetings this, uh, this past year where we've had to give updates on Monday from the Thursday. Uh, because so much has changed. There's very little change from the things I reported to you on Thursday. So what I wanted to do is take a, a, a short review of where we are. And, uh, and so I, I, I want to make sure that those who are watching tonight uh, get a glimpse of what you looked at when we spent some time focused on our vision statement, uh, where we talk regularly about, um, about challenging our students to, to be excellent in academics, athletics, and the arts. And so we're going to, we're going to give a, a, a video a presentation of a couple of minutes, just about two minutes, uh, to remind uh, everyone of where we are uh, this, uh, this time with just about five weeks left in the school year. I'll give you a brief reminder on uh, health protocols before we show that video. Uh, and you all know that we've talked about that process uh, that we've gone through when you all approved the, uh, the return to school plan way back in July and, um, and the, the structure that we've had to, to adjust as the uh, health authorities adjust and our plan that, uh, that we are sticking to, to mask um, through, through, this, through these uh, last few weeks based on the health authorities guidelines. Uh, second, I wanna give you that brief review of WCS online. Uh, as you all know, uh, we're in a we're in a window of time where we've uh, we've allowed those who committed to WCS online to uh, to change their mind based on what we've heard from the State Board of Education, and we do have that item on the agenda for you all to approve an actual WCS online school rather than a program based on what we heard from the State Board last week last month rather just after your meeting. Um, next item that we talked about in more detail on Thursday was our summer school program, that new program from the state that the legislature legislature passed um, earlier this, this semester uh, for this program this coming summer. Uh, we're in that window where, where folks have been uh, notified that we'd love to have them for this summer and they're signing up. Uh, and once we get some, some sign up numbers and if we have some more teachers available and the teacher numbers exceed the students, we'll send another push out to invite others to come uh, to our summer school. Finally, um, I made it a point uh, this, this past year to continue to talk about our cultural strategy planning update. And uh, I really do invite folks to look at, look at our, our video from our work session, but also look at our website. Uh, in the top right, you can scroll down to, uh, to superintendent and we have a cultural uh, strategy planning webpage that really will answer a lot of your questions. We have FAQs that we're updating. And we talked about what this is, the strategic planning to find ways to help us serve our students better and make our students feel safer in our, in our, in our district and what this is not. Uh, more specifically, this is not um, the uh, Fostering Healthy Solutions Writing Curriculum for us. And this is not uh, um, a, a process of, of, um, of pushing some of those issues you might hear about nationally 
uh, like critical race theory and some of those questions. We make it a point in our FAQs to answer those. But with that short synopsis of our Thursday meeting, uh, we really want to make sure that everybody gets that chance to, to get a glimpse of that incredibly hard work that our students and faculty have done over this over the course of uh, this school year up to date. So uh, Brian, Tim, if you would, please, uh, please roll that short reminder. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Brian. And thank you, Carol, for putting together that video that gave, gave a little bit more than what we talked about at the, uh, at the work session. Y'all, I am so proud. I'm so proud of our faculty, so proud of our students and the work they've done. You know, I think about Channing's comments just a, just a few minutes ago to the board, and I'm so proud of her for stepping up and talking about that. Um, and, and what she described was deeper than homework. Uh, and we are aware of that. And you all know we talked about students taking the right stand, our counselors, our professional clinical counselors who we have available for our students. So I wanted to make sure everyone here heard uh, what we tell our students. Uh, we want to help. We want to help. 
And, uh, and so when, when uh, students feel those stressors, you all budgeted for, and we put folks in place to help them, uh, to get them direct help, help their parents. And so I always wanna encourage our students to communicate with us. Uh, so with that, we know uh, we've, we've got five weeks of school to go. TCAP is going right now. Uh, and we are looking forward to seeing how our students share what they've learned over the course of this year, even in that unusual year. But the final comment I have is what, is what I mentioned to our faculty in a message I sent Friday night in my regular Friday notes. Um, we've done some amazing things this year, not just amazing in the COVID year, but amazing for any year. So I'm looking forward to us finishing out that school year and thank you all for your leadership. Thank you, Mr. Wong. Uh, are you ready for some student spotlights? I think perhaps we are. So uh, talking about all the wonderful things that we have been doing this school year. This is Carol Birdsong, by the way. Uh, you got a glimpse of our 41 perfect ACT scores. We, as is tradition, are going to honor 27 students this evening. And uh, these these students have earned the perfect uh, ACT composite score. We're gonna start with Brentwood. And this is Maxwell, Alina, Francis, Bailey, John Dawson, and Manon Gull. Next slide is also Brentwood, Jake Hudson, Oakley Martin, and Harinishi Sathru. Also from Brentwood, Sienna Shepard, Harper Thompson, Noah True, and Langi Young. From Centennial, Delaney Devlin, Abini Dixit. From Franklin, James Anissi, Lenning Sway, Emily Taylor, and James Williams. From Independence, Hunter Basola, Srivasa Nimani. From Nolansville, Nathan Montpool, Robert Shelton. From Page High School, Hallie Berg. From Ravenwood High School, Reagan Enderley, Sharada Gondasala, Amanda Wong, Connor Wodak. And folks, first time ever from Renaissance High School, this is Mason Adams. So these are 27 of the 41 perfect ACT composite score students that we have had so far this year. Now let's move to the arts. And you saw Daniel uh, from Centennial High School also in the earlier uh, presentation. This is also a first for us, All-State Jazz Band for Piano. And his uh, teacher is Scott Miller. Continuing on in the arts, we're gonna talk about Winter Guard. This is Franklin High School's Winter Guard and they were the state champions in the single A division. Their uh, instructors are Michael Hobarth and Levi Brandenburg. Summit High School also uh, state champions in the double A division. Tristan Hamilton and Jeremy Hoogley are their coaches. And y'all have a staff spotlight tonight as well. This is Brent Green from Franklin High School and Brent was just named Nashville Technology Council's Technology Educator 
of the year. We are so proud of all of our students, our schools, our teams, and our staff for their accomplishments this school year. Thank you. Madam Chair, that's our report. Great. And I'll give a quick board chair report. Uh, board members, as we discussed on Thursday, uh, please let Lydia know if you plan to attend the TSVA convention and training in November. It is, the, I believe, the weekend before Thanksgiving. So uh, planning ahead is probably a good thing. Um, and we do ask that you register through Lydia and do not contact TSVA correct, uh, directly. Um, also, several of you have um, mentioned a, a short spring board retreat, and that is something that we talked about in the fall as a follow-up to our fall retreat. So I will be um, getting in touch with folks this week just to see what their availability is and, and ideas about what topics you want to cover in addition to the topics that we thought we would check back in on in the fall. Um, and that's all I have. I'm just taking a quick view in the chat to see if anybody has their hand raised before we move on to new business. I do not see any hands raised. Let me give it one more chance, one more look here. No hands raised. So with that, we will move on to new business, Mr. Golden. Thank you, Madam Chair. The next item, the 2021-2020-2021 uh, uh, school board budget item A1, approval of general purpose school fund amendment 4.21 private grant for Sunset Middle Walking Trail. There's a $20,000 um, approval we're asking you to approve for us to receive this money and we recommend approval. Do we have a motion to approve? So moved, Candy Emerson. Ms. Emerson makes the motion. Is there a second? Elliot Mitchell seconds. Mr. Mitchell makes a second. Is there any discussion? I see no hands raised, so we can move to the vote. Thank you, Madam Chair. This is Lydia Glenn. Angela Durham. Angela Durham, yes. Dan Cash. Dan Cash, yes. Elliot Mitchell. Elliot Mitchell, yes. Brad Fiscus. Brad Fiscus, yes. Jenna Priya. Jenna Priya, yes. Sheila Cleveland. Sheila Cleveland, yes. Candy Emerson. Candy Emerson, yes. Rick Wimberly. Rick Wimberly, yes. Eric Welch. Eric Welch, yes. Casey Hall. Casey Hall, yes. Nancy Garrett. Garrett, yes. Your vote is 11 yes, zero no, motion passes. Thank you, our next item is the approval of resolution 5.21, transfer from school federal projects to general purpose school fund for ESSER grant 2.0, Mr. Golden. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, we have received the funding from what uh, we call uh, ESSER 2.0. This uh, item is a request to transfer uh, the money to the appropriate line items based on the approvals you have given in the past uh, for these funds. Um, and you can see the memo there, we recommend approval. Is there a motion to approve? Sheila Cleveland first. 
Ms. Cleveland makes the motion. Is there a second? Dan Cash, second. Mr. Cash seconds. Is there any discussion, board members? Uh, see no hands raised. We can move to a vote, Ms. Glenn. Thank you, Madam Chair. This is Lydia Glenn. Angela Durham. Angela Durham, yes. Dan Cash. Dan Cash, yes. Elliot Mitchell. Elliot Mitchell, yes. Brad Fiscus. Brad Fiscus, yes. Jenna Priya. Jenna Priya, yes. Sheila Cleveland. Sheila Cleveland, yes. Candy Emerson. Candy Emerson, yes. Rick Wimberly. Rick Wimberly, yes. Eric Welch. Eric Welch, yes. Casey Hall. Casey Hall, yes. Nancy Garrett. Nancy Garrett, yes. Your vote is 11 yes, zero no, motion passes. Thank you, our next item is the approval of the 2020-2021 Capital Fund. Mr. Golden. Thank you, Madam Chair. This is the annual agenda item to request board approval of annual capital expenditures outside the five-year capital plan, but for annual maintenance technology and safety request. The total amount that we're requesting you to approve is $10,213,666. And if you approve it, we will then take it to the county commission for their review and ultimate vote in July. We do recommend approval. Is there a motion to approve board members? Rick Wimberly moved to approve. Mr. Wimberly makes the motion. Is there a second? Elliot second. I believe I heard Elliot Mitchell second. Is there any discussion? Let me take a quick look here, chat. I see no hands raised, then we can move to a vote. Thank you, Madam Chair. This is Lydia Glenn. Angela Durham. Angela Durham, yes. Dan Cash. Dan Cash, yes. Elliot Mitchell. Elliot Mitchell, yes. Brad Fiscus. Brad Fiscus, yes. Jenna Priya. Yes. Sheila Cleveland. Sheila Cleveland, yes. Candy Emerson. Candy Emerson, yes. Rick Wimberly. Rick Wimberly, yes. Eric Welch. Eric Welch, yes. Casey Hall. Casey Hall, yes. Nancy Garrett. Nancy Garrett, yes. Your vote is 11 yes, zero no, motion passes. Thank you. The next item on the agenda is the Foundation's Autism Charter School application, Mr. Golden. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, as you know from the work session, uh, the, uh, the uh, Charter School Review Committee uh, made a presentation. Uh, included in that is a memo and a synopsis of the individual committee members' findings, plus some detail. Uh, and then finally, before you right now on the screen, is a proposed resolution. Uh, the resolution of the board uh, denying the charter school application submitted by Foundation's Autism Charter School. Based upon the recommendation of the committee, we do recommend and I recommend that you adopt the recommendation of the committee uh, to approve this resolution denying the uh, charter school application. Recommend approval of this resolution. Thank you, Mr. Goldman. Is there a motion to approve? Elliot Mitchell moves to approve this resolution. Mr. Mitchell makes the motion to approve the resolution. Is there a second? Madam Priya, second. Ms. Priya seconds. Is there any discussion? 
I see no discussion. We can move to a vote. Oh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Cash, I see your hand. I'm sorry, I couldn't get it raised fast enough, Madam Chair. Thank you. Uh, I'd just like to say uh, the information that we all got on uh, the charter school, um, it, it's quite interesting and quite in depth. Uh, 37 pages of this and that, and it, it, was, it was really outstanding. And I just uh, wanna compliment the committee. Thank you. If, if, if I may, Madam Chair, thank you, Mr. Cash. Uh, it was a lot of work. And I think, you know, when you see the work that each individual did, um, that is very clear. Um, and I really do appreciate their work as well. So thank you for that. And we do have another um, board member who wishes to speak, Mr. Mitchell. Struggling with the buttons this evening. This is Elliot Mitchell. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I, I wanted to uh, echo uh, Mr. Cash's comments that yes, we don't see these very often. And in fact, I don't remember us seeing one previously. And, and it, was, it was very informative of the, to, to review the process that goes into to these type of requests and, uh, um, and the detail to which, which they're vetted for, for um, similar type of um, levels of excellence that, that we, we, we expect to, to our students to have. Um, I make the point here too, real quick, that that a vote for this resolution is to accept the committee's recommendation to deny the application. So, everybody um, hopefully recognizes that uh, uh, an, a vote of affirming the the resolution is is denying the application. Uh, this is Jason Golden. Thank you for that, Mr. Mitchell. Um, that, that's exactly right. Um, if you have any questions about that, uh, of course, uh, Dana Osbrooks is here, but I, I, um, I appreciate you making that um, doubly clear. I see no further discussion, so we can move to a vote. And um, Mr. Golden, would you clarify that just one more time? Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, this is uh, the, the motion on the floor, and, and, and Ms. Ospers, correct me, because I know that, that this is often your role. Uh, we recommended uh, an approval of the resolution which denies the charter school application. Upon your approval of this, if you do so approve, uh, the charter application will be denied, and Ms. Garrett will sign the resolution uh, to that effect. Ms. Ospers, just double-check me. Superintendent Golden, that is correct. Uh, board members, your vote to approve the resolution will be a vote to deny the charter school. Your vote opposing the resolution would be a vote in favor of approving the charter school application. Okay. I believe we can move to our vote now, Ms. Glenn. Thank you, Madam Chair. This is Lydia Glenn. Angela Durham. Angela Durham, yes. Dan Cash. Dan Cash, yes. Elliot Mitchell. Elliot Mitchell, yes. Brad Fiscus. Brad Fiscus, yes. Jenna Priya. Jenna Priya, yes. Sheila Cleveland. Sheila Cleveland, yes. Candy Emerson. Andy Emerson, yes. Rick Wimberly. 
Rick Wimberly, yes. Eric Welch. Eric Welch, yes. Casey Hall. Casey Hall, yes. Nancy Garrett. Nancy Garrett, yes. Your vote is 11 yes, zero no. Motion passes. Thank you. Our next item is the approval of the 2019-2020 tenure recommendations, and this is an annual agenda item. Mr. Golden. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, this is, as, um, as uh, uh, Chair uh, mentioned, uh, a list of the teachers who are eligible for and we recommend tenure. Uh, and uh, the, the process that, that uh, um, our professionals go through for tenure is much more complex than what people traditionally think. It's not just three years. It's, a, it's five years plus evaluations that are judging how they've done over a, over a larger window of time. Um, and tenure is no guarantee either. It's, it's, uh, and I don't want to go through the detail now, but we do recommend approval. Uh, and, uh, and I will add my thanks to our professional teachers for, uh, for making this work. Is there a motion to approve? Rick Wimberly moved to approve. Mr. Wimberly makes the motion. Is there a second, Board? Casey Hall, second. Second. Whoops. Hall seconds. I believe he was the first one there. Any discussion, board members? I see no hands raised, so we can move to the vote. Thank you, Madam Chair. This is Lydia Glenn. Angela Durham. Angela Durham, yes. Dan Cash. Dan Cash, yes. Elliot Mitchell. Elliot Mitchell, yes. Brad Fiscus. Brad Fiscus, yes. Jenna Priya. Priya, yes. Sheila Cleveland. Sheila Cleveland, yes. Candy Emerson. Candy Emerson, yes. Rick Wimberly. Rick Wimberly, yes. Eric Welch. Eric Welch, yes. Casey Hall. Casey Hall, yes. Nancy Garrett. Nancy Garrett, yes. Your vote is 11 yes, zero no, motion passes. Thank you, board. The next item is the approval of the facilities use fee schedule board policy 3.2.6 annual, and this again is another annual agenda item, Mr. Golden. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, we have presented before you a recommendation for facilities use fees. You can see that there has been no increase to the facilities use uh, fees since April 2013. Our operations folks did an evaluation uh, based on utility increases of 4% over that time. We are recommending a 4% increase in fees. Recommend approval. Board members, is there a motion to approve? Dan Cash, approve. Mr. Cash makes the motion. Is there a second? Eric Welch, second. Mr. Welch, seconds. Scroll through the chat here. I see no hands raised, so we can move to a vote. Ms. Glenn. Thank you, Madam Chair. This is Lydia Glenn. Angela Durham. Angela Durham, yes. Dan Cash. Dan Cash, yes. Elliot Mitchell. Elliot Mitchell, yes. Brad Fiscus. Brad Fiscus, yes. Jenna Priya. Jenna Priya, yes. Sheila Cleveland. Sheila Cleveland, yes. Candy Emerson. Andy Emerson, yes. Rick Wimberly. Rick Wimberly, yes. Eric Welch. Eric Welch, yes. Casey Hall. Casey Hall, yes. Nancy Garrett. Nancy Garrett, yes. 
Your vote is 11 yes, zero no, motion passes. Thank you, our next item is the approval of the WCS online K through eight school and high school, Mr. Golden. Thank you, Madam Chair. As you know from our detailed discussion Thursday night, the Executive Director of the State Board of Education let superintendents know just a couple of weeks ago that they did not intend to uh, approve a structure for a student to be fully online next year without a dedicated school. So based on that, we are recommending that you approve us to have a um, two WCS online schools one, a K-8, and then second, a high school. And based on our budgeting and our evaluation of that process, uh, our recommendation is to have two separate schools um, based on clarity of leadership and management of those two very different programs. Recommend approval. Board members, is there a motion to approve? Senator Priya, move to approve. Ms. Priya makes the motion, is there a second? Second, Eric Welch. Mr. Welch makes the second. Any discussion board members? Yes, Mr. Cash. Yes, thank you, Madam Chair. This is just a quick question. Uh, Mr. Golden, where are we at on numbers? Last year we were over 6,600. Uh, what, what uh, what what's the projection for this year? That's a, uh, so the most recent numbers that we have, we are looking at probably total of about 900 or so. Uh, the wow. process, we yeah, it's a lot less. And so right. I'm actually encouraged by that, uh, that uh, I think families are focusing on, the, on you know, their students, you know, what's best for them instructionally. Um, but it's, it's going to be in that range, we anticipate. We don't have final numbers yet, but it's in that range. Okay, went way down. Thank you. Yep. Mr. Fiscus. Uh, Mr. Thank you, Madam Chair. Mr. Golden, after um, this evening's action, um, and it, if it does pass and so on, what's the process next with this? So uh, we submit um, a form uh, to the state. Uh, there's a spot for my signature. We check some boxes and they actually give a number, de a designated school number that's a statewide number uh, that, that uh, we can insert into our system. And then we actually enroll those students in that online school. Logistically, it's pretty simple. Uh, for enrollment purposes and for scheduling purposes, it's actually simpler for us than maintaining the students on the, on the, other, on the other path um, assigned to their individual school. But if a family chooses, if a student chooses to be in that school, they will be enrolled on that, in that school for the fall. I will tell you the other process for us is on the budget side, but it's not directly related to this vote. Um, we, based on our numbers, uh, we projected for, in essence, two full schools um, because we intend to take uh, the budget back to the board from at the May meeting uh, to address the increase that we know to expect from the county for benefits and health insurance. Uh, we do propose a reduction in our budget for this um, uh, based on staffing to make sure it's appropriate for the number of students we have. And do you anticipate any pushback from the state approving this uh, at all? No. And I will tell you, when, this, when the executive director of the state board mentioned it to the superintendents, we were in one of those large rooms with the vast majority of superintendents there. There was a lot of talk, a lot of discussion, uh, because it, it came as a surprise to many superintendents. Uh, and what we have heard at the state level is that they are making sure that these are approved quickly. Thank you. Mr. Mitchell. Thank you, Madam Chair. 
Uh, Mr. Golden, I have a couple of questions real quick. Will we go through a, uh, will you establish a committee, a naming committee for these two schools? Uh, at this stage, we don't intend to for the short term, uh, uh, just to, uh, to name it as WCS Online, K-8 WCS Online High School. I will tell you that my plan prior to hearing this from the state board was to spend this year going through a vetting process. Uh, and that item was one of the items that we, that we intend to discuss. So, so it, it, my, my hope and expectation is that we can go through that this coming year. What, it, what is your, a couple more questions real quick. What, what, what is your vision for the, the long-term on this? Do you, do you see this as, as just a 2021-22 uh, um, uh, kind of hybrid until we get truly past the pandemic? Uh, or is this going to be something that you anticipate going into year three and year four. So let me, let me mention the hybrid first as a bit of an aside to that. Uh, we still intend to have what I think of as a hybrid plan for our high school students where they can stay enrolled in their school, but take, you know, a couple of online classes that we offer to those students who are on campus, which was our program and our strategic plan um, back before COVID hit. But for, but for this, I anticipate that we may very well have a viable online school at these grade levels from now into the future, but it's going to be driven by, um, by student choice and the academic and instructional needs of our students. So at this stage, I'm thinking of it more along the lines of if a class makes, kind of like that college model, then we'll, then we'll offer it. Our intent is and was to, to vet the student needs over the course of this year. Um, so it's going to be driven by student numbers. I will tell you also, we have spent so much effort uh, in, in putting this together, you know, back, back in the summer. Uh, and you all know over the course of this school year, we're doing, we have some teachers who are doing some amazing things. And I will say the emphasis for me is amazing things at the, at the elementary level, especially um, because um, they are interacting daily. It's not for everybody. But for those students uh, who, who it is right for, for them and their parents instructionally and, and you know, the whole gamut of how we, how we help parents raise our children with the, with the instructional side, um, I want it to be an option if we can have enough students for it to make. Fair enough. And, and, what, and that kind of drives my last question really was, what's the point where the numbers uh, do not warrant the cost or the staff allocation. Yeah, so that's part of what we're going to evaluate this year. Uh, and, and I will tell you, we already know that any smaller program has an, has an increased expense just because of the economies of scale. And anyone who has a business model knows that. You must have a leader. And if you have a, if you have a leader of 1,500 students, statistically speaking, it might, be, might cost less than the leader for 300. We don't know the answer to your question specifically from a numbers perspective yet, but that's part of what we're evaluating. I will tell you that um, our current brick and mortar schools all have a slightly different per student expenditure um, for that very reason. Um, and we'll be analyzing that over the course of the school year and make a recommendation to you all later on this year. And, and Madam Chair, if I might, one last question and then I'll finish. Um, the is there a 
So we're talking about two schools. We're talking a K-8 and then a high school. If the number, with the total numbers across the two schools being less than a thousand students, is there, is, is it, is it more economical to do this as two schools or one school? The cost to the, with us, with a state, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, there's no difference in the, in the cost with, you know, for us to submit one versus two. From a leadership perspective, we actually budgeted uh, for this to be a program, not two separate schools, and we, and we budgeted leaders at both grade levels. We're going to need those leaders regardless. Um, and so the real potential savings is going to be based on total aggregate numbers, how many assistant principals we budgeted, that sort of thing. So as I sit here, I don't see a savings one way or the other because we're really talking about the people that are they're needed to do the work, whether we have it separated into one versus two. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Mitchell. And I, I have my hand up here um, just as to restate what I said on Thursday night, um, which is I want to make sure that we aggregate all of the learnings that we had from, from this experience this year and quantify them and make sure that they are part of the school or, or of these two schools for next year. And particularly at the high school level, I think, because there are just so many more variables at the high school level. So whatever whatever we learn that makes things work and whatever we learn that makes things not work as well. Um, you know, I, I, I do trust and I, I do expect that we will put that into the plan for next year. Thank you, Madam Chair. And, and that, that is on our plate to do. I will tell you also that we've, we've addressed some of that in our budgeting because we know that some key components of uh, communication uh, direct contact with students, those are much more difficult in an online setting, especially at the high school level uh, because of staffing and just because of the nature of the traditional online, which which puts a lot on the student to do things on their own. So thank you for that recommendation. Mr. Mitchell, is your hand raised again? No, Madam Chair, I'll okay. take it down. So. Okay, thank you. I see no further discussion, so we can move to a vote. Thank you, Madam Chair. This is Lydia Glenn. Angela Durham. Angela Durham, yes. Dan Cash. Dan Cash, yes. Elliot Mitchell. Elliot Mitchell, yes. Brad Fiscus. Brad Fiscus, yes. Jenna Priya. Jenna Priya, yes. Sheila Cleveland. Sheila Cleveland, yes. Candy Emerson. Candy Emerson, yes. Rick Wimberly. Rick Wimberly, yes. Eric Welch. Eric, excuse me, Eric Welch, yes. Casey Hall. Casey Hall, yes. Nancy Garrett. Nancy Garrett, yes. Your vote is 11 yes, zero no. Thank you. And our final agenda item for the night is a board policy for first reading 1.4.03 agendas. Mr. Golden. Thank you, Madam Chair. This is first reading for a uh, proposed agenda change, and this actually came from uh, some of the board members. I know especially Mr. Mitchell uh, mentioned this. This is a proposal to um, add a public comment time for special called meetings. Uh, so based on that, we recommend approval, and it will go back to the uh, policy committee for second reading. Okay. 
Board members, is there a motion to approve? Elliot Mitchell moves to approve. Mr. Mitchell, is there a second? Yeah, Ms. Cleveland seconds. Ms. Cleveland seconds. Is there any discussion? Mr. Mitchell, is your hand up? Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, Madam Chair, it sure is. Thank you. Um, real quick, just wanted to clarify what I understood uh, from the work session that that uh, we are we are um, formalizing the requirement to offer the opportunity for public comment at special called meetings, but with that uh, requirement, we are also limiting that comment to only the agenda of the agenda item of the special called meeting. Can I, can, can we, we get clarity and clarify, I guess, clarification on that, those two points real quick. Mr. Mitchell, you've described that accurately. You are correct. The proposal is um, to uh, specifically allow uh, public comment at special called meetings for the items that are on that special called agenda, which by the way, has to be pre-published um, by the by the way, the Tennessee rules and laws are structured for special called meetings. And thank you, Mr. Golden. And and that is that 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 is distinctly different from our public comment in our regular uh, meetings. At, for instance, as it is tonight, where the comment can pretty much be on any any uh, item pertaining to the schools or district. That's correct. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Mr. Mitchell. That was our one request for discussion. We can move to a vote. Thank you, Madam Chair. This is Lydia Glenn. Angela Durham. Angela Durham, yes. Dan Cash. Dan Cash, yes. Elliot Mitchell. Mr. Mitchell? I, yeah, my space bar was not working there. Uh, Elliot Mitchell, yes. Brad Fiscus? Brad Fiscus, yes. Jenna Priya? Jenna Priya, yes. Sheila Cleveland? Sheila Cleveland, yes. Candy Emerson? Candy Emerson, yes. Rick Wimberly? Rick Wimberly, yes. Eric Welch? Eric Welch, yes. Casey Hall? Casey Hall, yes. Nancy Garrett. Nancy Garrett, yes. Your vote is 11 yes, zero no, motion passes. Board members and staff and public, that was our last agenda item for tonight. Mr. Golden, do you have any closing remarks? Just thank you all. Uh, just Ron, reemphasize how proud we are of, uh, of where, we, where we are this time, this school year. I got a few more weeks to go. Uh, the next time we meet, I think we will be in the last week of school. Uh, so uh, um, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're very encouraged about where we are, but we know there's still a lot of work to do for our students and staff. Uh, and thank you again. Thanks, everybody. This concludes our meeting. Everybody have a great evening and see you soon. Bye. Bye. And good night. Thank you, everybody.